Hello, my name is Oren Prunkin and welcome to the Create More Customers podcast. In this episode, I'll be talking about why getting back in contact with prospects is important, what the new algorithms social channels are using, why visual content works, how to do business development, a process of business development for content, a process for content creation, what makes quality content, why testing content on social channels is important, how to target well via social channels, and how to easily distribute audio. Without further ado, let's get into it, and I really hope you enjoy this episode. How do you feel about going to the CEO directly and just ask them, saying, you went with this other crew, we'd like to know just for our own feedback, and you can even couch it in the words of saying, look, we're not even trying to convince you, we just want to know um, how we can improve our offer, and just go really... Um, direct and vulnerable with that, just to see if you can get something out of them. Oh no, sorry, I mean the current CEO. CEO, because they made the buying decision to go with someone else. Like literally say the words, we're not trying to sell you, we accept the decision. We just like some feedback of why you went to them. What are they offering that the market's not that appealed to you? And then use that as your market research. You're gonna be in the same situation that you are currently. You've already lost. This is just asking to get a little bit of extra feedback. And if they say no, get lost you're in the same position that you're already in. That's why I ask, are you comfortable perhaps just even trying that just to get a little bit of intel and market research of why they went that direction? And that might, if it's just a personal relationship, that kind of says something, but if it's not a personal relationship and it's something about your offer, they may give you the clue of what what the decision was and you might be able to implement something that in, if it's just pricing, for example, we'll never know unless you ask, but you won't be in this position to know if you don't ask, and if you do ask and get no, you still you've you've nothing ventured, nothing gained, you've nothing you've lost nothing. That CEO now that made that buying decision, however long ago, might be like, you know, this product that we chose isn't as good as we thought. They've because you're out of sight, out of mind. They've forgotten about you. Just getting back into re, re, getting back into contact with them may trigger them to go. You know what? We had these storms. All of the things that you just said, the size, the power, all of that stuff. We actually are looking for a uh, a new solution. And just by you getting in contact to ask why, they actually may ask you to put a proposal in. So there's nothing, I don't think there's anything harmful about getting in back in contact. Worst case scenario, they're going to tell you to go away. Se- uh, uh, second best scenario is they're going to give you the actual feedback what, um, why they didn't go with you. And then the best case scenario, they're like, actually, these things that we're currently using aren't working out. Could you give us a proposal? So I think there's a lot of value in just going back to them and risking getting told no to all of the points that you just raised then. I think you really need to go with more of the social channels. And to your point, so you had that video just going back in conversation that did whatever you said, it was about 100,000 views. I would much rather just, and this is purely going on the context of how social channels are working these days. They're going more to about uh, interest based. So if you put something up that's interesting and people are engaging with it, that 100,000 or whatever, they, platforms are starting to reward that more so and not show it to your fans, followers and friends. So it all used to be about how many followers did you have and the, the platforms would show you to how many followers, fans, friends you've got. Now it's switching it up to what you're doing is if you're getting great engagement, they're going to show that to more and more people. So because the algorithm, they just want people to stay on there. And you know, when you're 10 years ago, you're into stuff that you're no longer into now. So people change with their friendship groups. So they don't necessarily 
follow the stuff that you're into, but around interests, interests are relevant to everyone. Where I'm going with this conversation is if you can make as much content as you, as possible, you possibly can, do as you did with the Facebook ads. You're getting up, whatever's getting 100,000 views, then you know you have a piece of gold out of all of this. So instead of trying to guess, and this goes back to all the stuff we talked about in startup land, is instead of trying to guess what the market wants, put something out there, see how they respond, and then double down on that. Doing the same thing with the content, creating as much as you possibly can, putting out there, see who responds to it, and I'm just going back to the example you gave with the 100,000 views. Then you know you've got something gold, then put some money behind it. Whether that is television, I'm not so convinced about TV, uh, yeah, I'm not so convinced about TV. Maybe streaming, you can, if you did it on streaming channels, or putting it behind all your Facebooks, your Instagrams, uh, your LinkedIn's, your TikToks. So putting ad dollars behind the stuff that's working, but put stuff out organically, just like in Startup Land we were talking about, seeing what the market actually likes and double downing, double downing, uh, doubling down on that. So just, I'm just twisting what your, your strategy just a little bit on its head and changing it around. So instead of just going straight for the commercial, see if you can find what's working beforehand, you know what's gonna resonate with people, then putting your ad dollars behind that, whether that is just recreating the video Facebook or actually putting it on a paid TV um, channel as well. So if you can do something like that, I think the strategy is gonna be really good. And also, you know, face, um, sorry, Instagram Reels, TikTok, um, and YouTube Shorts, you've got video content, highly um, engaging video content. If you can start to use those platforms, especially TikTok, you know, if you created, I don't know, 100 different videos, it doesn't even need to be good production, just going down to um, uh, in situ, using how it works, why it works, all of that kind of stuff. My personal gut feel, and this is one person's subjective opinion, my intuition says that you are gonna get a ton of interest, people going, wow, this is really, really cool. Everything you've just said, once people see the product, they're, they're, they're blown away. And I think there's two ends of the spectrum, the end of the spectrum that I just talked about before. Can you get as many people to experience that as possible? And some of those social algorithms, the ones I mentioned, you know, TikToks, uh, TikTok, um, Instagram Reels, and um, YouTube Shorts, they're all 15 second videos, 15 second super short videos. They appeal to what you're doing because you've got such a visual product. They will go game busters. I've posted some stuff like ridiculous, like trampolining stuff, and they're getting you know several thousand views on those. Just ridiculous, like five second clips. With yours, if you're doing lots and lots of those, you're gonna get one that's gonna um, take hold and catch fire. So that's one end of the spectrum. The other end of the spectrum, to your point, is can you, specifically target those people that you want to target. You mentioned those initiatives. We've talked about CEOs before. You literally could on LinkedIn find every single CEO of every single um, organization that you want to target. Like, I don't know how many there would be in the world. A thousand, two thousand of them? It's not unlimited, right? But you probably know the number. Let's say 5,000 and you divided that by 365. I can't do the math in the top, off the top of my head, but that's what, 20 or uh, 10, 15, 20 a day contacting them within a year, you've made contact with every one of those decision makers and you could pitch them off the bat because it's such a good product. I don't necessarily know you, I'd, I wanna pitch them off the bat, but I definitely wanna reach out to them and start, try to um, network with them uh, in some capacity just so you, they know who you are. Even if, I, even if a proportion of those just signed up to what um, you're offering, 
You can always go back to the other CEOs um, later on down the track, just building those relationships with those people and not shooting yourself in the foot. If there's 5,000 customers, let's just say 5,000 CEOs, if you can build a lifelong relationship with them, because I know you're in this for life, you've been doing this for so long, it's been in the back of your mind for so, so long. This is like, this is not, you know, a fly-by-night operation. If you can create real relationships with those 5,000 people, obviously 5,000 is the max, you're not gonna ever get to all of them. Even if it's a couple hundred, and build that long-term relationship for when the time comes, they choose another solution, just like the one that you mentioned, it doesn't kind of work out, they come back to you. Build for the long-term. You can find those people through either LinkedIn or the websites, and then going to the contact page, going to the email. Hey, my name is Nazar, I'm looking for the CEO. Can you please forward um, me on their contact details? And then you straight into the CEO's um, inbox. They may ask you, the gatekeeper may ask you what you would like to discuss. And then you can just say, look, I want to discuss um, memorials and leave it as that, just so you can get through to them. And yeah, I wouldn't necessarily go on with the pitch, but I'd probably just introduce yourself and just start building that relationship with people and tell your story. Your story is so powerful. Like if you can tell your story, even to some of these CEOs and then to the other end of the spectrum of, um, you know, going far wider with your net of as many pieces of content on social. It's just, just grind. I would reach out to every one of the CEOs, tell your story, which as I said before, is so powerful and say, Hey, my name, uh, Hey, my name's so-and-so I'm building, I'm, I'm doing a podcast on, um, and you're going to have to massage this a bit on your product or the, the, the problem area, memorials. And because you, the CEO, is in this industry, you've obviously got uh, a passion or strong feelings around uh, this area of people passing and, um, and preserving their memories. I'd love to have you as a guest on my podcast, and we're gonna talk about your history, the CEO, how you got into, uh, into um, the industry, why you want to be in there, what you're currently doing, and what impact you want to have. So something along those lines, but the whole purpose, the whole, and the purpose of this is just to build a relationship with that person that you can connect on. The second part is you get a bit of content for, for that, that you can then distribute through all your social channels. And then the third part is they're going to be like, you know what, I'm a bit famous now. I've been interviewed on a podcast. I'm gonna go share this through all my network. And what we're hoping is that CEO's got other CEOs of other target customers of yours, which you and I both know that they do. The CEOs, they are gonna network with the same people in the same industry and even there. There's a thing that I've seen on TikTok. It's a product that looks like a lightsaber. So it's like a, a fist, a metal, uh, a metal item that sits in your fist and you press a button and out of both ends comes like a staff, like a lightsaber, but out of both ends. So it's like a metal, a metal extending staff. And all this, I know, right? I was like, I want one. I didn't even know these things existed. But basically that's the whole channel and it's got like a million followers on it and all the, all the content and there's tons of content. It's just the, the dude holding this thing popping out this uh, lightsaber staff thing and then like swinging around in cool directions. Every video is like that and there's like five or 10 a day. There's so many of them. That's all he's doing in just different formations. And then when you look at the link, the link then pops through to his e-com site that he sells it for like, I don't know, 50 bucks or something. But if you go and look at um, in China, he's just drop shipping it from China. 
But all the, the point of that story is that he's got such a highly visual, compelling product that people don't even know about. I didn't even know about this thing. I'm like, oh, I want one. But it's the same thing for you. You have got such a, a great, on the one hand, great product, but also it's so visually um, interesting when you go through and pull out your phone and scan and all of this stuff. Tons of those in just tons of different situations, as many, as many as you can go. One of them is going to catch fire and you're going to go off to the races like this guy has. And a lot of what we've talked about is a lot of work. Like I totally recognize it's a lot of work and it can be overwhelming. I think if you could just chip away a little bit each day, even if it's like one contact per day and you're eating the elephant, elephant one bite at a time, all of this stuff is like, it could be a full-time role, but I don't want you to get overwhelmed by all the stuff that I said. If you could do one of it, uh, you know, one on each end of the extreme, if you could do one outreach per day and maybe one, one piece of content, video content, written content, doesn't need to be long, under 15 seconds, couple sentences and just put it out day in, day out, rather than just getting overwhelmed and going, oh my God, there's so much here, where do I even start? And then just get that momentum. Go down and just get as much footage in just one session as possible. Just get your smartphone out and just record or record everything. You might actually need to get their smartphone because yours is smartphone based, but both of you are recording exactly how it works and just get as much. Don't, don't judge if it's going to be good or bad. Just spend an hour or so getting so much content and then just drip that out um, um, as you go because it's just so visual. It's going to work there. She's going to know more about the formatting than you, as you said. Spend spend a day, uh, a day, half day, just getting that content and then drip it over a month or two months or whatever. A hundred percent. And all the stuff that you do in that one session is not only going to be useful for TikTok, it's going to be useful for Reels, it's going to be useful for YouTube Shorts. It's going to be useful. You can even post it on your Facebook page as well because it's um, so um, translatable to all of those platforms. So even if you're just getting one lot, you can distribute that through all of them and as many of them. And don't even just try to do it once. Wait a month and then just go back and repost it. You, the same people aren't going to see it the first month that see it the second month. So it's not like it's going to be an endless process. If you've got a good batch of it, that good library, just keep repurposing it over and over. And whatever's working, then double down on that. Or, or, or even redo the ones that are working well and get them a little bit more polished. Maybe even put a bit of a production value behind it like you did with your other commercials. But don't spend too much money or time initially. Just see what's working and then double down on them and repurpose everything. And that will take some of that overwhelm out of it. Get a library, 100, 200 different pieces of content that all demonstrate how it works, what it looks like, why they should use it, all the features, and then just go bananas. That's going to get people to listen. They're going to share that through their community, and it's just going to get more and more awareness. And they're going to be the decision makers that are going to help people make the decision of what you get when you get to that point in your life. The other thing that you mentioned just around Catholics and um, Greek Orthodox, you can actually target those hashtags, literally hashtag in the videos that you're doing on those three pla video platforms that I'm talking about, talking to you about. So you can actually target those videos to those hashtags, but then post the same video again to a different segment, i.e. a different, so you can, a different hashtag, so it's going to hit completely different demographics. That's why I'm saying I only get a, a library of 100 or 200 of these, but repost them all the time to different hashtags. They're going to show up for different interest groups on these platforms and different people are going to see it. 
like I said, you could go bananas full times do, doing this and never run out of things to post. But getting that library is going to be the key, and then distributing it through all out of all this stuff. And when you log into those platforms, it, just type hashtag Greek, and it will give you all of the other um, related tags that you can target by. It's just going to be a boon for you. Being the first, you're just going to get natural. It's going to rise to the top, and people are going to naturally, organically find that because no one else is doing it. I probably, I probably just do a search of um, yeah, the podcast um, directories to see. My gut intuition says no, they're not. No one's doing that. And then going to all of those leaders around that area that you're talking about, you're building relationships with them because they're decision makers to help influence other people. They're going to share it with their network. People, like you said, Luigi, are going to go see this, and then the ball's going to go rolling. It hits so many different, um, uh, so many different outcomes for you. Not just getting, and you can get the content and just upload the video content as a fifteen-second grab of this person saying this is what we do in this culture as well. There's a service called Anchor FM. I think it's just called Anchor now. It used to be called Anchor FM. You can record and/or upload. You record elsewhere and upload your MP3 into that. And then you can write the um, the podcast episode title and notes. And then as soon as you publish, they then distribute it to, I think it's eight to 10 different podcasting platforms, Spotify, um, Apple Music, what else do they do? Stitcher, all of the major platforms. They actually do the distribution for you. And they monitor, it's, it's super easy, Anchor. Anchor is the easiest thing and it's free because you've got such a visual product. And that's what I mean on like the mass uh, mass market side of things. Then the other one is like literally website, contact, who is the CEO? LinkedIn, type in cemetery, filter by CEO, and then look at every single one of the names. And then friend request, hey, my name's Nazar. I'm doing this podcast on whatever it's gonna be, remembering our loved ones. You're in this industry. I would love to get your perspective of your life journey of why you got here, um, so we can tell that story. Would you like to be on it? One in one in ten will ask, uh, will reply yes. Do an interview all about them. They'll share it through all of their networks, online, offline. They'll post it on their social media. They'll email people. Hey, look how cool I am. I am now famous. I just um, did an interview with Nazar. That pe- people that are other CEOs of cemeteries hopefully will see that and go, oh, cool. So when you contact them, they're like, oh yeah, I've already already heard of you. But the main Trojan horse is you want to build a relationship with them to go and look at your LinkedIn profile or ask you, hey, what do you do? And you say, well, by the way, I do this. And they're like, holy shit, we'd love to have that at ours.